Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SmackDown episode 1074 and 205 Live episode 171, both broadcast on March 20th, 2020. Um, so before I get into this, I want to mention real quick, I've been waiting all day for my copy of Doom Eternal to arrive, but I didn't realize that... Uh, the, the game that I purchased included a, uh, well, I did realize it included a special steelbook that was like a bonus added on there, but I didn't realize that it was being sent separately from the game. And so I was only watching the tracking information for what turned out to be the steelbook case, which is very nice, but... It's just that. It's only a case. Oh, you can't even see it. I'm holding it in front of the the part where the graphics are on the video version of the show. Uh, it's a very nice case, but there's no game in it. It's just the case. Turns out the game won't arrive until Monday. So I won't be playing any Doom Eternal until Monday, which, I mean, that's okay. I was just waiting for it all day today and didn't realize that it was two separate packages. I could have looked at the sh shipping info for the other package, and um, I probably would have been annoyed because it comes out, it, the game came out today, or last night, I guess. But um, I would have at least not been just waiting all day, like, oh, I'm going to play Doom Eternal later, I'm going to play Doom Eternal after, after I watch SmackDown, all of that. So I will be streaming it once I do finally get the game on Monday. In the meantime... Go to twitch.tv slash the demon jackal to see me play like Fortnite and some other stuff. But right here, right now, we're on TIW Podcasts, youtube.com slash today I watched. Check it out. I'll be streaming all of my episodes from now on, mostly because I'm not going to be traveling to do any episodes anymore to see live events, at least not for a while. Um, and even if I do, I, I might figure out a setup to take with me to be able to do that. But We'll see what happens with all of that when we even if we even ever get to that point. But for now, here tonight I watched SmackDown. I enjoyed it. Um, there is uh, there was a replay of a match from six years ago. We had John Cena versus Bray Wyatt from WrestleMania 30. I had actually not seen that match before, so it was really cool for me to see that and get a little bit more background on uh, The Fiend versus John Cena that we're going to see in just two weeks. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania 30, uh, this Saturday, or rather this Sunday on, uh, on ESPN, they're going to broadcast the, um, what you call it, they're going to play a replay of WrestleMania 30. And then next week, there'll be WrestleMania 32, I think. And then uh, the afternoon of the second part of this year's WrestleMania, they'll be playing uh, last year's WrestleMania. So kind of a weird schedule. Uh, and it, to have that breaking up uh, the two nights of this year's WrestleMania. But, hey, that's pretty cool that it's getting shown on ESPN. So... Um, I'm not going to watch it on ESPN because uh, I could just watch it on the network anytime anyway. But um, it's really cool for those who do want to watch it to go check that out. Um, I was surprised since I hadn't seen that pay-per-view. Uh, 
any of it before. Um, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and there is eight matches total. Eight total, including the kickoff show. That's and that was a WrestleMania. I was, I I was I was stunned. But anyway, I I'm naming this episode "Breathe Deep, Stretch Deep." Because that's my one of my favorite parts of this episode with uh, the teaming up of Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. Um, they faced off against. I'm skipping the introduction. I'll go back to this. But uh, Daniel and and Drew they faced off against Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, we had Sami Zayn join Michael Cole on commentary for that match. Um, the other match that we had happened in the studio there. Uh, Michael Cole was on uh, commentary by himself for most of it. But I'll get to that um, in a few minutes. Uh, so Drew Gulak won after a great combination uh, w- working together with, uh, with uh, Daniel Bryan. Or uh, who got the pin there? Maybe it was, Drew, it, it was uh, Daniel Bryan that got the pin. Anyway, whatever it was, it was a, a great like hold into a sunset flip combo that worked extremely well. And it made Sami Zayn extremely mad. Said all he, all he's doing is training you to be a mediocre wrestler, um, and you shouldn't even be working with him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Daniel Bryan says, um, "Well, why don't you put your title on the line, and I challenge you to a WrestleMania match?" And Sami Zayn says, "Okay, fine, but only if Drew Gulak can defeat Shinsuke Nakamura next week. So that's going to be an awesome match." Uh, one of several awesome matches that we're going to have next week. Um, so uh, I think Drew, Gulak, Drew Gulak's got to win, and we got to get this th- this this awesome dream match of Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That would be great, even though it won't have an, an audience and all of that. But man, how could how could anybody be upset with uh, seeing that match? Hopefully, if that if that match happens. Um, but anyway, afterwards, like before that challenge happened, they were like they were like warming down or cooling down, you know, doing their stretches and stuff. And Drew is talking him through, breathe deep, stretch deep, and then the artist collective interrupted him. Um, so the opening of the show, uh, we get we get Mojo Raleigh come out uh, to join Michael Cole, and then he he gets all hype and he smacks Cole in the butt a bunch of times. But um, they introduce Gronk. Gronk dances all weird and is, like, really having fun. It's strange, but I kind of enjoyed it. And then Baron Corbin comes out. He's annoyed about all this whole situation. And Elias comes out and interrupts him because he's annoyed with the whole Baron Corbin situation. And uh, he sings a song about about King Corbin and Gronk coming and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Grok decides for some some reason he has the power to decide this. He he uh, what's he, what does he say? He um, advises um, that th- this match gets made Elias versus Corbin. So whatever that match entails, you know Mojo and uh, Gronk are going to be involved in that somehow when that happens. But so we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, then we had Paige 
appear this week to confront Bailey, except she was on Skype, which is fine. Um, and personally, I hope that they reinstate Paige as general manager, even if, like especially if it's just over Skype the entire time. Like you don't have to worry about her having to get to the shows and all that. Just have her appear on Skype and make the matches and all that kind of thing. But um, Bailey interrupts Paige before she even gets to say much. And um, what, what did I write here? Oh, she's, <laughs> she said that Bailey and Sasha lack courage. And that's not what the uh, women's uh, division is about. And so she announces that Bailey will have a match. Bailey's like, no, no, there's not going to be a match. We're going to just go straight to the Hall of Fame. It's fine. And she says it's going to be against Lacey Evans. And then Sasha and Bailey are making a fuss. And then she says, and you didn't let me finish. And Dana Brooke. And then they laugh. They say, oh, oh, sure. Why don't you just add Tamina in there as well? And Paige says, oh, great idea. It'll also be Tamina and Naomi. And then Sasha just goes off. He's like, how could you do this to my best friend? She calls her the B word. And then uh, Paige says, oh, I'm not finished yet. Also, Sasha Banks. So it'll be a six-pack elimination chain challenge. An elimination, oh, six-pack elimination match. Um, according to what Paige said, they didn't say that in the, the tweets uh, talking about this moment. I'm hoping that it is actually an elimination match because that'll be a lot better than just whoever gets the first pen because that'll be kind of uh, it could be kind of lame uh if it's a, an elimination match then it could come down to sasha versus bailey there at the end uh might just be only a few minutes with just those two uh to wrap it up but then that sets into play no matter which one of them wins that sets into place the next match it's got to be those two one-on-one and uh after so bailey is very upset about this and she leaves but sasha's still in the ring and as soon as bailey is out of view sasha has this smile on her face and it's gonna be good i'm excited hopefully well uh, fingers crossed knock on wood all of that um so yes there it's a six-pack challenge but um there's no i i assume there's no battle royal matches uh so a lot of these um a lot of these women won't be on the show otherwise um and i really expect most of them to get eliminated pretty quickly anyway so it it would just be nice to see more of them on screen for uh this two-night event um because this adds uh this this is this makes four matches that are now official uh, for the women's divisions um then we, we saw the Cena versus Wyatt match from WrestleMania 30 where John Cena won. Um, and that set into motion all the stuff that has happened in the last few weeks, including Brody Lee becoming the exalted one over uh, to lead the Dark Order over on AEW uh, since he was also in this match. Um, so I guess uh, Chuck Taylor, one of the best friends, he appeared in a very briefly in a clip on NXT from the archival footage. He was uh, there in the gym working out with uh, Tommaso and Johnny, or one of, or maybe just Johnny. But um, I think uh, a lot of people forget that Aubrey Edwards also uh, appeared on both shows uh, the first week of AEW Dynamite because she was in archival footage 
from uh, she was the referee for when Tegan Knox suffered her injury in the Mayan Classic, and so um, so yeah, she also she has also appeared on both shows in one week, and I think somebody else did as well. Um, I think Britt Baker may have uh, as part of some uh, just like in the background or something. It, she yeah, that's right. She was in a photo that was in the background during Adam Cole, Adam Cole thing, I think. Um, but she didn't actually appear on screen, but she did appear on takeover <laughs> a couple months later. But anyway, uh, moving on, we had a Miz and Morrison come out and they asked the audience, who do you think should be our next opponents for the SmackDown tag team championships? And then we hear the new day, but it's not the new day. It's Miz and Morrison dressed as the new day and they're throwing pancakes. One of them's dressed as a unicorn and then they're dressed as the Usos and then they're dressed as a couple of pieces of ham or, uh, bacon as heavy, heavy machinery. Um, so yeah, this whole segment was like pretty ridiculous, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a nice use of the empty arena or like, I mean, they could have done it like they could have done this anyway uh, with with uh, with fans there or whatever. But uh, this made this was a lot easier to edit, I'm sure. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, before that, uh, well, Heavy Machinery come out and then they challenge them to a match. So you have that match. But before that match happens, and before all of the dress-up as the other teams went, uh, we had an interview backstage with Alexa and Nikki. And uh, they are talking about uh, what happened last week with Asuka attacking them and uh, after they had issued a challenge to them the previous week. And Alexa uh, basically says, hey, you don't have to sneak in. This is an open invitation. I want to fight you, Asuka, next week. So next week we will see Alexa Bliss versus Asuka, uh, another match on top of having Drew Gulak versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and then as it turns out, uh, let's see, what was the other one? There'll be a new episode of Firefly Hunt Funhouse next week. And also we'll have a uh, SmackDown t- uh, tag titled Contenders match. Um, but I'll... Uh, I'll get to who's in that match in just a second because it's a spoiler for what happens in this match. Uh, Heavy Machinery versus Miz and Morrison. Well, Miz and Morrison win. So that's that's the spoiler. But they win via disqualification because Dolph Ziggler comes out during the match. He joins commentary, and then he interrupts as uh, right as uh, Otis is about to do the Caterpillar. Uh, he stops him from doing it and instead wants to show him a slideshow of all kinds of pictures that he's been posting. Uh, him and Mandy have been posting on Instagram of them being this happy, super happy couple and all that. And that just, it, it, it makes something click in Otis and he goes bonkers. He just starts throwing things around total chaos, grabs a chair. Everybody tries to stop him from using it, but he does it anyway slams guys through through the barriers all of that and uh just beats the crap out of miz and morrison uh dolph ziggler has escaped at this point but he gets disqualified and so miz and morrison win this match and heavy machinery lose their opportunity uh because if they had won this match then there would be in there would be in the uh 
conversation for having a, a match at WrestleMania for the titles. Um, so then we end this whole thing. I wrote down ham chaos. <laughs> they had ham and slam, hams and slams, that shirt. I really like that shirt. But um, there's a moment after he's gone, just bonkers, torn everything up, that Tucky is there. Yeah, Tuck, <laughs> Tucker is there, and he just hugs him. And it's such a nice little moment there. And, uh, yeah, was, was, this was a whole good match and segment and all of that. Um, so next week, Heavy Machinery are out. So next week, it's New Day versus the Usos. The winner of that match will face Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania for the Tag Team Championships. Then we had uh, the Roman Reigns and Goldberg... Um, what is it called? It's co- contract signing. I don't know why I spaced on that, but um, oh, I can't read my handwriting at all. Uh, basically, Roman is asked about a tweet that he wrote uh, a while back when somebody asked him about the pad that's on the ground that he punches. And I was just thinking about this before this segment, and I wasn't really because I forgot about the second half of the tweet. Um, I was thinking, like, man, he really had an opportunity to like. The person asking the question was like kind of setting it up to be answered in kayfabe and be like, "Oh yeah, that triggers the, the fireworks," but it say is like, "Hey, I, I I gotta punch a pad or else my my fist is gonna hurt," because I I worked so hard and then he turned it on to Goldberg and it was like it, it, that would be as dumb as smacking my head into a door before a match or whatever. So I use that t- tweet for that second part of it. Um, and I can't really, um, I, I, I couldn't really believe that he answered a fan in that manner just to serve a storyline months later being the only tweet about Goldberg, but use what, use what they got, I guess. But anyway, uh, he calls him a little B bulldog. And Goldberg says, well, I've smashed through so many steel doors and you're going to be the next victim. And that was it. So kind of underwhelming. There was a table flip, but there wasn't any physical altercation between the two. And um, yeah, it, it was just kind of this. This one definitely probably def, probably definitely would have been improved somewhat by a live audience. Um from how it was structured on and the waiting between the two of them and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it just, just was kind of weird. And I just got to expect, accept that this is a match that's happening and just hope that it is a very quick match either way. Um, for, uh, for the show's sake as for pacing of the show, I think this match doesn't need to be long at all, but also to, uh, reduce the amount of time that either of them is in contact with another person uh, with everything that's going on. Um, I mean, not that I, well, a, a lot of other people, like all of the other wrestlers, I mean, they're also in danger of getting sick and all that. But um, like Roman is especially uh, susceptible um, with his uh, health history. But anyway, it's happening. For now, there's still two weeks for th- two more episodes of SmackDown. Uh, things could maybe change. I don't know, um, but uh, we'll f- we'll find out. <laughs> 
Uh, over on 205 Live, really, really quick. I didn't write down specifics about these matches, but go check them out. This, this, this match or this show, this episode has the highest percentage of, um, of wrestling, like o- over the course of the show. So if you're, if you're sick of all the, the promos and the, the, the recaps and the, the, on all of that, check out 205 Live because it's just like it's wall to wall matches. I mean, there's only two matches, but it's still like the whole episode is those two matches. But anyway, we first we uh, so we had two matches uh, kind of spinning out of the Captain's Challenge last week. Um, I forget was Joaquin Wild in the Captain's Challenge last week? I don't think he was, or was was he was he? No, it was Swerve, Birch, Lorcan. Um, Kushida is a surprise fifth. And who else? I forget who the other one was. Maybe it was Joaquin Wild. But anyway, we had Joaquin Wild versus Danny Birch. Um, Danny Birch uh, won via tap outs, uh, via submission with a uh, cross face or some variation of that. Um, and then Swerve fought Oni Lorcan. So they were on the same team last week. They didn't mention them being on the same team last week. So I don't think Joaquin Wilde was in that match. And I wonder if I have. I don't know if I still have my notes for that. There's Raw. Smackdown. No, that's a few weeks ago. And I tore out the pages of my other notebook. So, uh, yeah, I don't have my <laughs> notes for it anymore. But um, anyway, Swerve won his match against Oni Lorcan. Um, they talked about uh, how in two weeks we're going to get um, Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks for the Cruiserweight Championship over on NXT UK. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where things go from there because NXT UK they've already filmed those match all, all those episodes uh, leading up to WrestleMania weekends. Um, but they're not going to be able to get Jordan Devlin, assuming he's in the UK right now, they're not going to be able to get him back to Florida to film any matches. They're not going to get anybody from Florida to fly out there. Um, are they going to be able to get any of the production team to go out there? Probably not as well. So, it seems like a lot of stuff is going to end up being on hold just because they have to with getting, be able to get people back and forth uh, between continents um, for 205 Live and NXT UK especially. But, um, yeah, there's still two more solid episodes that were already filmed of NXT UK. I talked about the NXT UK episode from this week. Um, I, I really recommend checking it out. Um, this this week didn't have the the best matches but um it did set up a lot of story that that was uh, i think is really interesting and uh the uh, a few weeks ago has some amazing matches some of the best matches of the past month or so uh that that man that that steel corners uh street fight or whatever is called i i forget the actual name of it that's one of my favorite matches of the year on nxc uk from like a month and a half ago, something like that. Anyhow, um, 
yeah, that's it for this episode of for this night of SmackDown and 205 Live. Um, let me know what you thought about both of these episodes um, and what you're excited to see next week by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more views. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.